You're listening to What's Mine Is Yours, a podcast series as part of This Egg's Mother Earth International. Mother Earth International is a project that has been created by teams across the world. Today's episode comes from Argentina. This episode contains discussions around the climate emergency. Our interviews were conducted remotely with an international team. You may hear some background noises and variation in mic quality. Sometimes there are overlapping voices. Sometimes sound and music will play at the same time as people speaking. Bueno, eh, mi nombre es Clara Dolores y mis pronombres son ella o ella. Tengo ojos claros y creo que soy alta y eh, soy bastante blanca, blanquita, pero ahora estoy bastante bronceada y soy de Argentina y de Fisque Menuco, Río Negro y he vivido a través de la crisis climática por ya 23 largos años. Uh, so my name is Clara Dolores. My pronouns are they, her. I have like blue eyes, right? Brown hair. I'm not that tall and I'm a bit tan right now that uh, spring is coming here. And I come from Argentina, from Fisque Menuco, Rio Negro. And I have lived through the climate emergency for 23 long years. Today is Monday, the 5th of September 2022, and it's quarter past four in the afternoon. I live in Fisque Menuco, which is a small town in the province of Rio Negro, in the north of Patagonia and in the south of Argentina. I live in the High Valley, which is like four towns really near of each other, so it's kind of like a big town, but a small towns at the same time. Through the High Valley we have one river that is the Black River, which also gives the name to my province, Rio Negro. Where I live, we have the river and we have the valley, and it's really nice, and it's really hot in summer, and it's really, really cold in winter. I grew up in Catriel, which is the first town in the whole province that found oil. I came from a really dry place because it's desert-like, the climate. Over the years, it has become even hotter. Summers are really dry and hard to bear because although we have the river in the High Valley, this river doesn't reach that town. So what's Argentina climate emergency? Argentina right now is facing like many crises in every aspect. Besides the, the economic crisis we always faced, we have the climate emergency. It's taking over, right? Right now, the government is negotiating with oil corporations to scout the sea, the Argentinian sea, for oil. And we know that that is just really bad. On another hand, we have China and the production of pigs to consume them. 
Argentina is a really large country, so it's hard to feed all of us, the government said, right? We are a lot, but I think the bad management of the environmental issues we are facing is what is costing us. Argentina is being sold, and right now, here where I live, oil companies slowly are taking over the, the small towns, right? Uh, like the small farms and everything, and they want to steal the water from the people to use fracking. Yes, so we have like a really extreme situation, I think. How did I become aware of the climate emergency? Well, like I mentioned, I'm not from Fiske, I'm from another small town and we have only two high schools, right? And so at the end of the year, the students show what they have been working on. So the topic for one of the groups that were presenting was climate emergency or environmental issues. And I remember the, there was this presentation about how we will survive without water in 2070. And I was really shocked. I was seven years. I was from the primary school, like elementary school. Well, my mom told me that I will be probably alive. And that was the first time that the, that the idea of the emergency of how we were approaching things. And I remember to feel really uh, hopeless. And I was like a kid. And that, that feeling stayed with me till now when I realized that I grew up in a place where oil was being extracted from earth, like daily. And I lived there, right? Like I would go with my father to visit where he works and he was working for the companies, right? Because that's what people do. That's, you are lucky if you get a job at an oil company. And then when I grew older, well, I saw that, right? Like everything comes from mother earth, our food, our clothes. When I have that vision, right? That what was going on in my small town, I saw the end of the world. Like I saw it right there. A time or place where I felt that the climate emergency was real or that I was like actually living it. I think it was when, uh, you know, Monsanto, they control the seeds. Right now in Argentina, they made a contract with the governments. I don't know what was going on then. All the seeds we have to grow cannot be produced by the people, must be bought from official or like regulated shops. And most of these shops are owned by this company, Monsanto. So they sell you the poison and the poisoned seed. And that's going on in Argentina, right? And through all Latin America, we are fighting because we have lost the right to produce our food. And I remember I was in college, like I was like studying at the library and a classmate came and she was like really concerned. She didn't understand anything what was going on because the people were like confused as well, 
and she read, she read the news for us. I was with another classmate. And then I looked right to my notebooks and I, I asked myself, like, what are we even doing even, like, here, studying, what, what we are supposed to do now? How am I conscious or how the people around me is conscious about the climate emergency or the climate crisis? Most of my friends and I would say my family as well, but uh, I think we have certain levels of awareness, I would say. For example, I have a friend that he builds like eco houses and he's all into bio-regenerating the planet. And I have other friends that they are aware, but they still do certain things, like they use a lot of plastic, right? One use plastics. I think, personally, I try to be every day a little bit more aware, taking small actions, trying to plant more trees, right? Trying to, to do actual activities that will impact. In my case, I live in a community. We all have bio houses, right, you would say? Eco-friendly neighborhood. So we can plan ahead and we have a green space, a green area. In that sense, I think I live submerged in a really aware community, but at the same time, I see that we are far. How I feel about the future? Well, sometimes I feel really hopeless and sometimes I feel really hopeful as well. I see that people are starting to speak about these issues. We have locally based organizations that are trying to do good. But at the same time, I see that we might be a little bit late for that. So I think that it is good to think locally and or act locally, think globally. But I think that we need to be critical about the way we are going to do so, because we need to be intelligent, we need to be clever, and to see that there are governments that are, for example, selling Latin America, right? All the, the countries here are jeopardized by the companies, by the oil companies, by uh, food companies, and people here suffer the consequences of climate change. In everywhere, you can see that we are all suffering the, the consequences of bad government decisions. Acting on the climate emergency is important for me because I see that if we only have one chance to live something better, we need to take it. And even though sometimes we feel hopeless, we think that it's not enough, it doesn't matter. It's not that, that's not the point. The point is to start making impact on the people around us being aware, right, of our territory, where we are, why we are here, right, our history, how we can relearn, leave behind everything that has been hurting us for years. The patriarchy, the food companies, right, start going back to our roots and going back to that place where we all were one with uh, our planet, with Mother Earth. Okay, maybe that's a lot, maybe, <laughs> but, you know, going in, in that direction.
what makes me feel hopeful uh, for these coming years is that every day we, I think we are more people working together. Even though we don't think the same, we are trying to leave behind something better and to build a better people as well, with better person, try to be better. That's give me hope. Bueno, entonces, lo que me da esperanza, yo creo que es un poco eh, ver que cada día somos más personas que tomamos conciencia y que vamos a, hacia el mismo lugar. Por más que no pensemos lo mismo o tengamos eso como pensamientos distintos, eh, estamos yendo al mismo lugar y eso me, me da esperanza, la verdad. This episode has been produced by Alice Boyd and Josie Dale-Jones, with music by composers of Mother Earth International and sound design by Alice Boyd. For more information about the project and our collaborators, visit us at www.MotherEarthInternational.org. You will also find transcripts and graphic recordings of this episode on the website. Mother Earth International is supported by British Council's Creative Commissions for Climate Action, a global programme exploring climate change through art, science and digital technology.